What's going on, savages? How we doing? Welcome to another episode of the Savage Snowflake Podcast with me, Jeff Leach, and my little friend, Dan Lloyd, hanging on my shoulder here. Remember, if you want to be a patron, just head to patreon.com forward slash Savage Snowflake to donate as little as $1 a month. Then maybe your face will be up here behind me as well. Thank you very much to all the new patrons. Got a couple here to shout out. Ross Miller, you absolute legend. There you go. Little kiss for Dan Lloyd. Ross Miller, thank you so much for uh, your new patronage. I appreciate you. Welcome to the Savages. You get big hugs from Papa Leach and, and, and kisses on your sweetest, softest parts. So that would be the two little bits on your lower back. You know, like on a chicken, you have the, the, the what are they called? The pearls. No, they're not, what are they called? What are they called? It's not called the pearls. What's it called? What's that called on the lower back of a chicken? And it's, it's the two, no, there's the two little pieces and they're the best piece of the chicken on Ooh. the chicken. And it's called, they're called the, they're called the, they're called the fucking Google this. Um, Okay. And then uh, anyway, shout out to you, Ross Miller. And also Curtis Brown. Thank you very much. I want to shout out Curtis Brown because he, um, he has very kindly sent me a brand new, completely free Blue Yeti microphone. So from uh, you and all the Logitech team who helped me out, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks for sending me free shit. Um, I appreciate it. Can't afford to buy a new mic. So you, you guys are really doing what? The gods work. The gods work. The gods work. All the gods works. You're doing it. I'm going to look this shit up. What the fuck? Oysters. They're called the oysters. I didn't know that. I would never It's called known. the oyster. Right. Now, before I bring uh, our guest into frame and s- introduce her properly, you can already sort of see it. She's already kissed down Lloyd's picture. She's already making noise in the background, jitting her feet around. She's excited. Uh, I want to also give a shout out to our sponsors. You know our lead sponsors, manscaped.com and boundlesstech.com. Uh, of course, Boundless Tech give me all the amazing vape technology that I use to smoke oils and resins and flowers if you want to get that perfect taste if you don't want to burn your weed if you don't want to burn the oils if you want to get a smooth flavor and be able to heat it up to any degree all the way up to 434 degrees fahrenheit you want to get yourself the boundless terror if it, perhaps like me you prefer to smoke oils and resins get the cf710 uh, you can get all of those at bndlstech.com and use code savage to get 10 percent off honestly this technology makes smoking a pleasure it's also a lot softer on your lungs on your throat as well because it's all vape and it's all oils that are heated to a specific heat so it doesn't give you all that bad shit and also i quite like staving off cancer with cannabinoids in my body so join me boundlesstech.com and of course manscaped.com are keeping men nice and smooth the more pursuit gentlemen like myself i got a nice hairy chest sure that's lovely got a little bit of hair on the arms Ooh, what a beastly man he is got a little bit of hair on my eyes that's that's called eyebrows and eyelashes those are all meant to be there but the downstairs has the bits around your balls and your taint and your gooch you might be looking at that guy and god that looks disgusting and you know what if you've thought that you're right it does your girlfriend would prefer it if you shaved that shit off so you want to get yourself a lawnmower 2.0 your bull's gonna thank you your girlfriend's gonna thank you even your parents are probably gonna involve some kind of family reunion slash intervention where they'll sit you down strip you from the waist down to your knees have a little look at your downstairs area go what the fuck are you doing son and then you pull out the lawnmower 2.0 you shave that shit up with their skin safe technology no nicks no cuts just smooth sailing across your testicles and then you're going to get yourself 20% off if you use code SAVAGE at manscaped.com when you check out. Not only 20% off, you'll also get a free travel bag and you'll also get yourself free shipping as well. So check them out. Manscaped.com forward slash SAVAGE. It's code SAVAGE. Just go to manscaped.com. Use code SAVAGE. All right. My guest today 
is uh, a comedian and an actress um, who was falling asleep and now she's back on because she's seen that she's on screen. Is Steph Barkley. Steph, you were and I know each other from Vine many years ago. We used to you yes. used to make vines. You were you were much bigger and much more popular than me. You had millions of fans, I think. I, you always like talking about Vine. Well, that's how we know each other. We're, I know. We have to introduce how we know each other. We don't have to introduce how we know. We don't have to. We we. I feel like we're in the same tween Korean pop band. Judging by the way we look today. Yep. <laughs> Only going to work for the video if you're watching the video. <laughs> but yeah, that was a pretty good. We look like a couple of hot Korean pop boys. It's really hot right now. I heard. K-pop. K-pop is pretty hot. Yeah. There's lots of girls in America kind of weeb, like becoming like weeby um, waifus of these prop, possibly very sweet, beautiful, homosexual Korean pop boys. They're just like, oh my God, he's so cute. Look at the way they look at each other. But you know, boy love is a thing. Like, yeah. Like this, like the, the, the fan fiction that surrounds these groups yeah, and the fan bases they have that just want to see them fuck each other really hard. That is that's a thing. <laughs> Korean pop bands. That's that's where that's where the good sexual content yeah. is these days. Yeah, who doesn't want to see two boys in their twenties who look like they're sixteen? I guess fresh face, beautiful, no beard, cool haircuts, angular. I don't, I don't care. Have an unrequited love. You don't care. I do not care. If I oh, say come that. on. I just don't. I mean, I mean, hey, you get me a hundred percent Stefaruski right here. I want to see everyone in love, and I think if there's two two beautiful smooth boys, yeah, but if there's two smooth <laughs> two smooth beautiful boys who want to just like declare their love for each other, I like that. It's normally unrequited in K-pop kind of culture as well. No, not into it. I'm just thinking. And this is the last thing I'll say on this. Why do you hate gay people? <laughs> what? Why do you hate gay people? Uh, Why don't you want to I see two Jeff boys so being loved? No, I'm just saying, I'm not picturing these two K-pop people going, I love you while they're, they're fucking each other. So that being said. Let's I mean, they'd the definitely be doing it. They didn't say I love. Okay, okay. No, have you. Right, so a lot of the K-pop bands, uh -huh. right, they're predominantly made up, unless they're an all-girl band. The guys, it's all boys. They're generally very beautiful, very effeminate, very, like, smooth and kind of, you right, know. Right, right, yeah. And, and all of the point. fan fiction I see, all of the stuff that's retweeted on Twitter or Instagram is all like these little clips that the fans have made of like one of the boys like they'll be doing an interview so we'll be the band we're the k-pop band we're like talking to the interview and they're going wow well, how's the new album going and they go oh pretty good you know me and uh, me me and ty have been really doing some good stuff and he'll like he'll like fist bump his friend and he'll carry on talking to the interviewer but then it will slow motion put they'll put romantic music and you'll see like the friend like when he touches his arm when he fist bumps his arm he'll be like smiles at him, like looks him up and down and smiles at him and then touches his arm in a really sensual kind of unrequited love way. That's the whole allure. It's like, ah, these two boys, they want a fucking bone, but they can't come out of the closet. How do we help that along? I know, internet memes and GIFs. So why don't you want to see that? <laughs> it's just not my thing. Nah? It's just not, I'm just, I, I just, I guess there's, I've had other things on my mind. The, the love of two young like, Korean boys. I haven't boys. thought about this until just now when you brought it up. You didn't know that about K-pop No, K -pop I didn't come bands. in thinking we were going to talk about K-pop. But I guess it was my fault for having a hoodie. Yeah, we look like a couple of K-pop legends. I'd love to be in one of those bands. They have um, the most voracious fans. Yes. 
Yes. Isn't like, it amazing certain stuff attracts a certain caliber of fan? Oh, it's, there's, there's groups out there. What would you say is the uh, average caliber of your fan? What's what's the average Steph Barkley fan look like? Go. What's your target demographic? Come on. You're like doing. You're literally doing this. I don't know. Here we go. Right here, or like this. So you in the morning. I get, I mean, yeah. I'd like to think that people feel people feel comfortable. I mean, I don't even know if I have like. Uh, you do have different fan bases. Yeah, I, I'd like to. I'd like to get a. I like to get a sprinkle. But there's got to be something. Look, come on, if you're looking at the obvious things, I know what mine are, for instance. I know I have a lot of gay men who follow me. Yeah, I have uh, me too. A, a lot me of too. like 30 year old women brag, are guess. really into it. Like oh, gay yeah? men, 30 year old women. Yeah, because yeah. I'm at that. I'm a, I'm not young enough looking to be attractive to teens oh, okay. or to be like someone that they're going to give a fuck a, about. I had a crush on Ed Harris as a young child. A crush, like a weird crush is like one thing, but then actually <laughs> actively supporting. I don't think they actively support me. I think okay, okay. I'm the kind of person, don't get me wrong, where, as soon as I'm on a TV show out here or a major uh, feature film, I guarantee there'll be teenagers who'll be like, oh, he's kind of he's kind of cool. <laughs> but they're like right now, they're not my fans. I love that. They're not my fans. I, wanna, I love that, what you just did. But if I was 10 years younger, they might be. Yeah, maybe, yeah. But I mean, as the age I am, I know what my talent is. It's, it's like 30-year-old women predominantly. A lot of single mums, a lot of single mums. And then gay men in their 30s and 40s I, I get like 18 to, I get to like me. I get to like 18 until like... Um, I get people that no, are No, you've older. got a younger like, audience. I have, I have people even like in their 50s and really? 60s, yeah. But the ones who are actively engaging with your sh- stuff all the time, with your content, with your you know your sketches and your, your improvisations and your characters on yeah. Instagram I and across social media, yeah. I feel like you have a better, younger market. You've got people yeah. who are they're, they're more voraciously into what you do. Mine are a bit like, look, I'll, I'll just come and see a show when you book a show near me, but unless, if I have to drive more than... 15 minutes. Yeah, give me a break. Come, uh, break. come Ooh, on, I got yikes. work in the morning. Yeah, are you going to you know? my parking? Or I got like a few gay guys who are like, sweetie, I'll sponsor <laughs> the podcast, but only if you send me a picture of your rippling abs. And I'm like, I haven't got the rippling abs. And they're like, that's cool. Can you pretend you're like you're in a Korean pop band with another guy and just throw each other flirty looks? Do they all have voices like that? Yeah. Very effeminate gay men. That's the only ones who are into me. Anyway, so how's your day, Ben? I'm going to start interviewing you. I thought we were going to do a 20... I, I mean, I thought we quickly discussed a... Uh, no, no. You came in and go, hey, why don't we do a 20-question thing? I and I'll like answer I really questions I feel like quickly. I could give you one answer and, and all appropriate... Excuse me. Appropriate questions. Appropriate questions. Um, I give you one word answer. Well, what's appropriate? Boom. For this podcast or appropriate for you? You know me. Let's let's be... Uh, Keep it light. PG-13. Keep it PG-13. PG-13. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, what's your favorite? You okay, uh, uh, sweet or savory? Oh, savory. Okay, um, Korean pop band or Justin Bieber shirtless? Ooh, Justin Bieber shirtless. Yeah. I mean, I don't even like any of those, but I had to pick. You one. asked me what I did this morning. There's your answer. Um, <laughs> uh, hiking or cycling? Ooh, hiking. Um. See, immediately my head's going to. Hey, no, no, no. I can't do that. It's not PG thirteen. Uh. Okay. Um. Dinner with friends or movie night with family. Oh, dinner with friends. Oh yeah. My mom doesn't stop talking when a movie's on. Okay. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Where's your mom from? Uh. She's actually. She was raised in uh, Canoga Park. Where's that? 
like West West Hills, like around not far from here. Where's her family though? What's yeah, her heritage though? Is she like is she white American? She's white American. But then you've got a mixture of different races, uh, yeah, haven't you? Yeah, I'm Sicilian. Sicilian is your yeah. dad's side. Yes, okay, yes. okay, all right. What's he like in the movies? He doesn't talk. He keeps quiet. Yeah, he just like throws around and looks. Yeah, he's like, or he'll be like, "Oh, that was inappropriate." And hey, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and he'll cover the thing our with eyes. the thing on the thing. <laughs> Hey. Uh, he doesn't really talk to that, but yeah, 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 yeah. You can, yeah. But he's Sicilian American. He's Sicilian American, but that's that's Sicilian American uh, cinema. That's movies. That's that's what people make. Uh, Sicilian. I mean, don't movie. ruin it for me. What does <laughs> he sorry, sound like? What does he sound like? Uh, whoa, that's inappropriate. <laughs> like just normal. Yeah, he's a normal just guy. like a normal guy. Yeah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> Bummer. Why be Sicilian and American if you're not going to sound like a gangster from the 1920s? <laughs> Hey, I'm fucking old. What's going yeah. on over here? Yeah, well. Bring the car around back. The Don wants to, he wants to meet us. Uh, uh, uh. yeah, they don't all talk like that. It's no. Just, uh, it's just, uh, That's so mean. I'm sorry. That's just the truth. Is he not like, does he not, is he not like a bit tubby no, and like a bit boarding? And he wears loads of gold jewelry, like and a big signet no, ring and a, a big. cross, but he's very, very fit and he does not please tell me oh okay well hang on a sec then he's the other italian mobster guy so then he wears like really tight white shirts rolled up and he has the gold cross on top no no when i was younger he shirt tucked into his jeans he would wear a bandana uh like when you know we'd wash the car he'd wear a bandana um don't want to get the front of your hair wet when you're washing cars yeah and i i just you know uh yeah i don't he's not toby he's not toby guy but then we could, look a lot alike, which is very, it's very like, it's a little were you, weird. Were you a daddy's girl? Uh, I guess, yeah. I, I mean, I don't feel like I am, but people are like, you are a daddy's girl. I'm like, okay, whatever that means. I was a tomboy, so. A I what, guess. sorry? Tomboy. Does that mean a tomboy? That. No, that's just fucking disgusting. Is it? Yeah, it's got nothing to do with te- being a tomboy. Uh, I just, you know, I liked wearing my sambas. I'm a man. I wouldn't burp in front of you. Um, I wear sambas and, uh, you know, I would wear sambas in like, you know, boy clothes. What's a samba? Like Adidas sambas, like the classic black, black Adidas, like with like... With shell toes. I don't know what that is. I don't know what you're saying. Adidas, shell toes, Adidas, shell toes. You know, the front, it looks like a shell, like a conch shell or like, uh, sorry, like a, a clown. Oh yeah, no, not those, but yes, like the, just but black with suede and they were like the- they You were, had fancy shoes as a kid. They weren't that fancy. They but, sound pretty no, fancy. No, they were just whatever the guys were wearing. I was like, I want those shoes. Those okay. cool. Why don't they make them for Older girls? brother? Nope. Why Oldest. tomboy then? I don't know. I just, um, I always- Love dick! <laughs> <laughs> no? I, I I just always felt like more of a tomboy. I think I was very athletic. Played soccer, played tennis, played soccer, played tennis. Korean pop band. K-pop you knew it was just, in your future. Yeah. Oh man. Well you do so play bad. you do gender bend it in a lot of your characters. You play mm-hmm. like a few you got Fu Manchu. Um you, and yeah. then do which, you like Fu Manchu. Yeah, well it reminds me, I told you this I think previously that it reminds me a little bit of the um uh the character from Portlandia, the um the biker boyfriend you know yeah. that is played oh, by yeah. played right. by um I, the, the actress yeah okay well um sensei fumichu is carrie like, brown she's great um sensei she fumichu, though, i just like to associate him as a, he's just he is he is a man and he he's a he's now he's a life coach and um oh he's a life coach yeah, now none. i thought he was like a martial artist in life but he was always very philosophical this yes, character yes he is philosophical and yeah he's, is he based um, on someone particular no no he's just uh 
he had a dark, a little bit of a dark past, but he is, you know, now he's growing a following as a, as like a life coach. Almost, you know, I say a cross between like a Tony Robbins, right, and uh, maybe a little bit of a wild wild country action going on. Okay, I like that. Yeah, you should do um, you should do uh, private sessions in character oh, with happening. people. Are you doing You'll that already? Yes. Yeah, you should yeah. do like. Oh no! But I meant, I meant as like you could rather than just as content. You could actually say to people, yo, if you want to get like life advice from Fu Manchu, yeah. I'll do, you know, paid <laughs> sessions. Yeah, on Patreon. Yeah, you've got to like monetize everything these yeah, days because yeah. we've got to find a million ways to pay our fucking rent, <laughs> yes. which as a creative wow. artist, this is, look, we're, just before we started recording, you were talking about the fact that you're now making a lot of content for, you know, for advertising companies and yeah. sponsors and people who come to you, brands who come to you and say, yes. hey, you've got a big following on social media. You've actually got the business acumen to go, all right, I will set up a sort of one-stop shop where I can make content for them, but I can produce it, write it, you know, uh, perform it. We'll, we'll get it edited and we'll deliver them final package. I'm just going to yeah, spit on your... That's okay. I'm used to you spitting. Oh, God. It. It's just terrible. I, I know, I, wasn't um, it? It disappeared immediately. I, um, it was a good bit of spit, though, wasn't it? Because it came out really <laughs> gently and it went, ah, oh, it was like it had a whole launch. I saw the whole thing. It would have been uh, better if it had come out and landed on the side of your lip. Because then I would have seen how so uncomfortable gross. that would have made you. I um I you know I know like a <laughs> circle of talented uh, filmmakers. You know whether they're you know uh, photographers, they're writers, editors, sound designers, da da da. So I just thought, okay, let's bring the forces together. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And try and give everyone a bit of work. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way to do it. Why not? I think it's um I think it's a good process. A lot of people who do the um, same thing that you do, or who have, uh, let's say, built a um, uh, built a a decent social media presence, mm -hmm. don't know how to monetize themselves. They don't know how to actually turn what they're doing for free into something to pay their yeah. bills. Yeah, it's hard, you know, because you, you, all you want to do is just, you know, and that's and but that's the that's the kicker. You have to learn how to do that stuff because that takes time. But then that's not the that's not the creative brain. The creative brain just wants to make 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 make. Sure. You know. And then you turn thirty, <laughs> and then it's like oh, I probably need to fucking <laughs> get my life together. I, yeah, I probably need to make a way for this to earn me money. Yeah. Like when you're Evan Breen, I look at like people like Evan Breen and Casey Fry and people mm -hmm. like this, and I think they're very fucking funny. And wonderful content creators, but also they were like young guys. They were like good. They're good. They're not super young, but they're in their twenties still. And I think living at home until pretty late age. So when you go like <laughs> now, nah, but I'm being honest. I know. I'm like I can't do that because I've lived on my own since I left home at eighteen, yeah, yeah. and and you know, and I have younger. other things yeah. but when you're 20 something it's easy to make tons of content yeah. when you're 20 and you're living in and you're living at home I'm living at mom and dad's because you're like i haven't got any fucking rent or bills right right mom and dad want me to donate 300 bucks a month to help towards the cost of living here easy go and fucking drive uber two nights yeah and then they can spend all the rest of the day being like hey you, oh my god do you know that moment when you know that moment when your girlfriend's like whoa and you're like oh my god and then your boys are like hoo, hoo, hoo. you know what i mean yeah. Ten thousand retweets a hundred thousand likes yeah this th this has been viewed 163,000 times <laughs> yes, yes. and then a company goes hey you want to make some money yeah we'll give you 500 bucks yeah to make an advert for for you know for yeah. i don't know fucking 
Like, anus cream. Yes, anus cream. A teeth whitening. <laughs> teeth whitening, charcoal peels. Make it funny. What else is exactly? Yeah. Make it funny. How much um, creativity do you often get when, you, when you're when you coming up with content for brands? How much free reign do you get to be oh. able to make it how you want to make it? And then how many times do they go, yo, Steph, yeah, this is great, but could we maybe yeah, I get do that. this? That's, that's what we get a lot. Um, I'd say I usually get like three concepts. I get a feel for what they're looking for when we probably talk first, and then I get a Give them there a budget, a been- budget. Oh, yes. But there's some times where, like you said, uh, um, some people don't have a personality. Mm. Some people don't want funny. They just want to be very clear. In terms of brands. Point. Right. They want it to be. Well, some brands shouldn't be funny. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, so, so injury like, lawyers. <laughs> yes. If I had Whoa. Have you lost a limb lately? I think that's funny. Though. Okay, Stumpy. Here at Injury Lawyers, we won't get your ghost limb back, but we will get your ghost debt's gone. Yes, that happens a lot. Those are are very common. And yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, I always try to, I lean towards the, I lean towards comedy because that gets the most, you know. It's always been one of the most um, powerful selling points of any brand. But some people like a a, a classic infomercial, whether, you know, or a, you know, lifestyle. And so I try to facilitate whatever that is. Facilitate. You've got the buzzwords. You've got the buzzwords down. Uh, I've been around the we're block. Gonna, we're going to facilitate. <laughs> I mean, we can facilitate whatever you're looking I used for. To be, I was a production designer for eight, yeah. eight years. There you go. So, uh, you so know. when it comes to, you know, multimedia packages, we really have got right. an outline that's going to be perfect for you and your brand. We'll I'm keep it like- on brand, on message, but we'll also add our own personal flavor, find some unique entrepreneurship from the content creator themselves. I mean, you want the influencer's personality in there, but we also want to be reflective of what the I brand's like message there. is. I used to have the, you, those people stand behind me while I was painting and they'd be like, oh, it's not the color we picked. I'm like, well, it's not dry yet. So. Well, art is another passion of yours. Yeah, well, Physical yeah. art, visual art. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. something you like doing. Yeah. I remember watching um, a while ago you making Instagram videos and you were doing a story about molding a whole load of uh, clay vaginas. Yes, yes. Um, which I think you were just you were just shaping them and making them. You didn't make them from a mold of your own vagina, right? No, no, all different kinds. They I were mean, just different kinds. Different kinds, and also just also I'm glad you're. Re- yeah, I'm glad you're representing different kinds of vaginas because oh yeah, there's so many different kinds. Well, women like to shit on. Well, hang on a second. That sentence was going to come out really wrong. <laughs> I was going to say, women like to shit on men's dicks a lot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Sounds like we're watching uh, my favorite movie. Ameri- uh, what's it called? Scheiße, du Funter. <laughs> Volume 14. This girl's so dirty. She gonna no, scheiße you know, all over your power. The, the American... Uh, Amer- uh, oh, uh, 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 Team America. Team America, yes. Um, but yeah, uh, your vaginas. Oh, I, I uh, recently got a, I got a message the other day. I sold a print, uh, sold one of my paintings, prints. They're on, it's on this website called Turning Art. So I was like, cool, I, I'm still selling art. That's yeah. fantastic. You're still turning art I'm out for people. still turning art out for people. So I was like, cool, keep it up, Steffi. That's pretty good. Steffi, yeah, okay, you did this earlier as well. You've hit the point. You've become so LA that now you talk about yourself in the third person. Yeah, alone though. Oh, except with you. Yeah, I've done. I did it in front of you. Like about six times already. I feel a little loosey goosey this morning because I didn't. Wait, sleep you last feel night. or Steffi feels loosey goosey? Steffi does. I uh, watched Hereditary. I watched Hereditary, and I um I did 
didn't sleep very I well. want you to be comfortable, but I want to keep that mic close to your face. Where's comfortable for you? Sitting back? Would you prefer to be back? In which case, I can move it. It's an articulated look arm. Look how much. Look at this. I mean, people listening to the audio are never going to be able to look at this. Okay. There you go. Let me just keep it. I'm trying to make you comfortable, but I don't want to like limit your space. This just. I just want to. My in my mind, I see this, and I just want to put this on my nose. Like I think this. Oh, you want to like put a, that because it looks like a clown nose. Yeah. See, when I see microphones, I want to put them in my mouth. Which probably says a lot about me. Yeah, it does. You know, I did um, a whole bit about um, dating in LA and it going just being a terrible experience, mm. and it got to a point where. I considered just like maybe I should just suck some dick. Yeah, how did yeah. it go? Have you, you ever say? had bad? I know you you know you're you're in a happy relationship now, but have you ever had um enough of like bad dating experiences where you've gone? Maybe I should just be with a woman. Like maybe fucking men. Just now, nah, I'm done. Uh, I I have to un, um say unfortunately I've never fortunately and unfortunately I just never have had. The um, bad enough experience where I feel like I want to go to the. You never considered opposite. it. You never yeah. considered it. Even in just a th- like an afternoon of musing in your head. No, because I just I'm just not. Not in Like I'd rather like uh, you'll mold enough, it, but you won't. I'll mold it. You won't fucking stimulate yeah, it. Absolutely not. I, I like um I will I would not I other would people's. Much rather be not like other a people's. jerk. I'd be I'd rather much be with like a jerky dude. You know. Than an amazing woman. Than an amazing woman. Wow. That's how much you love that, dick. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, okay. I mean, that's that's the truth. I See, I mean, even if it was, uh, don't get me wrong, there's plenty of douchebag dudes out there, but I just went, looked at it and just went, I mean, I know some great men. Wonderfully, yeah, yeah. emotionally adept, yeah. progressive, intelligent, funny, masculine, strong, alpha, beautiful, and handsome. Maybe- and I'm like, I love playing games with my friends on the weekend, you know, playing some video games, watching the fucking baseball or the football, uh-huh. you know, or the, or the hockey, maybe having a few beers, right. eating some wings. Wouldn't it be great if at just like half time, we're just like, oh, bro, yeah, fucking cheers. Yeah, oh, well, wings. You want some wings? Yeah. And then half time, and you're like, hey, want to suck each other's dicks? And then you just, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, whoa, that was fun. And then you carry on eating wings. Watch the rest of the game. What a great day. I think that could be fun for some people. Yeah, just have to get over the, the taste of dick. I think it's possible. I think it's possible to, to try. Here's the thing. Like, I'm 35 right now. Mm-hmm. And um, never, never had any kind of sexual. I kissed a guy once, mm. but I, I hated it. Mm. But like, never had any kind of major sexual experience with a man. But you know, tastes change, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I was seven, I hated broccoli. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I love it now. I think some people would would say that they agree with you. I I feel like you just have that feeling from the from the get go. You're saying like sexuality isn't a choice. Correct. But for me, it could be. Maybe it is. <laughs> maybe you've just always. Maybe you're just a sexual being. I'm quite sexual. I think I was shaped as quite sexual from uh-huh. a young age uh-huh. for, a, in a, for a number of different reasons. Uh. I was sexualized by a teacher of mine. Oh. I was groomed by a pedophile. So that was, he didn't, he never got a finger in. Like, he did, I mean, what? he never got to like first base. But he definitely pulled like, por- like porno mags from the 60s out of, a, out of a bucket one day and was like, all right, there you go, he's Scottish. All right, there you go. Have a read of those. Have a look at that, kid. Yeah, see what you think of that. Mm. Yeah. That's, I'm so right. sorry. 
that that would terrify me for the rest well no of i was life. like me and my friend were both there and we both went all right thanks sir and we like looked at the porno magazine like uh. all right we're gonna go now and we were like we're not gonna jerk off in his he had a boat you love talking about jerking off well, i don't love it it just <laughs> sometimes it comes up it always comes up in conversations we have absolutely not true Okay. First well, two times we hung it. out. Let's I took you to, took you to that else. BAFTA mixer. We never discussed masturbation once during that. We had a, a long conversation about industry and about about acting and about comedy and about LA when I first arrived. We had a really good hangout the first time we hung out. We sure did. Yeah. I saw a video the other day uh, hiking. And you of were swinging your hips very, very um, freely. And I, thought, I was power walking. I have never, I really like that side of you, Jeff. Power walking sides. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was nice. And I thought you were letting yourself go. Oh, the silly side. Silly side, yeah. I'm always silly. Uh-huh. In my content. Mm-hmm. That's true. And then sometimes I just want to like be like a tough guy. Oh, a tough guy. Oh, yeah. I almost got in a fight with two cholos the tough other day. Tough guys. Oh, really? Yeah. Tough guys give me um, material. I love tough. I can, I can tough guy all day. You want a tough guy? Let me see you tough guy. Let's do it. All right, tough guy. What? What do you want? What do you want to fucking talk about? Whoa! Hmm. I said tough guy, not rude guy. I'm not being rude. A little bit. Don't be a puss. Mm. So you seem insecure. You don't seem tough now. You seem like guy who's trying to be too tough. Oh really? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm not intimidated by you, tough guy. You're tall, but you don't scare me. I'm not trying to scare you. Real tough guys don't have to scare anyone. You do look like the bad guy from The Crow. I am. The crow. The bad guy <laughs> from The Crow. Yeah, the bad guy. Not the handsome lead guy who plays The Crow. <laughs> no, you don't look like the Go fuck lead. yourself, Steph Barkley. <laughs> Steffi can go fuck herself. You look like... <laughs> Wait, The Crow. Um, have you seen villain. Uh, Robin Hood? The guy that plays uh, Alan Rickman's secondhand man that he killed. <laughs> Michael Massey, a character actor who played villains on television and film and who fired the gun on the set of The Crow that accidentally killed Brandon Lee. Holy shit. He also killed Brandon Lee because yeah. someone loaded a real bullet into well, a fucking ac- prop yeah, gun. That was an accidental it's prop thing. Yeah, But it's su- also a super weird. Super hand. weird yeah. that someone yeah. had a real bullet in a prop gun. There was a lot going on there. Yes, and I think his father died in a weird way. And then he died. And then this guy died on October 20th in Los Angeles. 64 years old. Fucking hell. The cause was stomach cancer or karma cancer (laughs) for killing Brandon Lee when he was nine. That's awful. He's dead. I I mean, I'm sorry that he died of stomach cancer. In actual fact, by the way, stomach cancer possibly I'm laughing like a cunt but possibly one of the most painful ways to yeah, die I wasn't so I take that back um, yeah let me apologize to his wife Ellen Lee uh, sorry Ellen Massey and Michael Massey um, yeah I do look a bit like him you're right and he's kind of got the really high fucking five head receding lines on his hair by the way this is not me going bold this is what I looked like when I was a fucking teenager it's quite depressing you just have a large forehead but um, he also does have the face a bit like Tony Robbins, though. You mentioned yeah. Tony Robbins earlier on. He has that big, I don't have those big, weird, long, elongated facial features. Like, look, he doesn't, I don't oh, have yeah, that. No, no. I don't Tony have Robbins that shit. Have that. You know, the thing is. But I know, do look a bit like him. You have, no, you have an anatomically correct face. I mean, really, your eyes are right in the middle of your skull. Boom. That's how they're, they're supposed to be. I'm symmetrical. You're symmetrical, I think. But they're definitely in the middle of your skull. 
I'm symmetrical and I'm mildly handsome, Steph. Okay. And I would play a very good villain, and you sh- they should definitely cast me. They're going to remake The Crow, you know. Oh, God, I'm so sick of everyone ma- remaking They're remaking stuff. everything because they can't write anything out. new. But look, that could definitely be No, they be can me. write stuff new. They're just scared to make it and produce it. Yeah, maybe. They're scared to have someone give them... Well, people are lazy. Tons of people writing new stuff. People are lazy these days. Um, I'm scared. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not offended by that. Good. You, you shouldn't be. I'm, but I'm also still not intimidated by you, tough guy. It's because I look like a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> Look out! I'm gonna get you. No, you look like a thir- like a thirty year old woman, but who look oh. you look good for your age. Do I? I yeah, yeah, I yeah. Like you Ralph have Macchio. no, no, nah, you have no lines or anything. You have got good skin, good, good, no lines, but you don't look like you look like a thirty year old woman or a fourteen year old tomboy, like a fourteen year old like handsome say. boy. Yeah, yeah. His pretty name. boy, a pretty yeah. boy. Mario. 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 He's the lead in a new Nickelodeon teen drama. Yeah. And hey, he's kind of hey, all, yeah, hey. and all the girls really fucking into him. But he's like secretly looking, he's into K-pop bands. I love K-pop. We bring it full circle. He loves like, he's like, whoa, they're just so pretty. Not that I'm into boys. Yeah. I'm not Shut up. Boys. Shut up. Yeah, he dates Ariana Grande for like six months. And it's, you know, Pete Davidson cries. And then we find out later on that Mario has actually secretly been banging the shit Did out. Did he cry? I'd cry too if, Chu, uh, if Ariana Grande. Grand, what's her name? Grande? Ariana Grande. I wouldn't cry if she dumped me. I don't I don't think I'd cry if anyone dumped me anymore. I, I've I had that relationship where I cried a lot. Yeah. Yeah, once you've had one relationship where I would got, cry if Pete Davidson broke up with me, rather. I think she cried because he broke up with her. No, he no, didn't break didn't, up with her. Well, that's how I'm gonna make it in my head, so I know Pete Davidson. I wouldn't cry if he broke up with me either. Really? Yeah, I think he's a very nice guy. I got a lot of time for Pete. He's a he's cool. He's he is he's you you as you get him as you see him is how you get him. He's like yeah. he's you know he's straight up, and he's very funny. Um, but no, I wouldn't cry over. Like he's 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 a he's a he's still a sweet geeky boy, really. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's the good stuff. Uh, I don't know. If I'm a chick, I want a man who's gonna like. Fuck me. Ooh, yes. And then, yeah, I want to be fucked. I want to feel like I'm being fucked by a man, not politely uh, <laughs> dipped by a boy. And also, I would like um, a so man who, who's who got some fucking wisdom and life experience. And Pete is too young to have that yet. How do you know? Because I know him and I've had conversations with him when we Has performed at the you? Comedy Center. Yeah, and he does. No, he hadn't fucked me. He dipped me like a little boy. And that's why I would never go back for seconds. If he'd given me that sweet fucking, all that length, and really just put his hips into it. You know the one where like, he's got my fucking leg up here and the leg's down there. I, he's I, really yeah, going. I don't know. It's almost like scissoring, mm-hmm. but there's a dick involved. I know, I'd still cry if that happened. I, I would, I would, <laughs> if I was Ariana, I'd cry. Nah. She's, she had it good. With him? Yeah. She's not going to get... I mean, she's already at the Grande. Who cares? I think at, the, at her, I don't know if she had it good. Like she... For, can, let, me, let me be real, right? Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm saying this with all love to Pete Davidson. But <laughs> no, no, no. But I suffer from depression quite seriously and have done throughout my life. He does too. He has terrible depression. And um, it's taken me until 35. In fact, it took me until 34 to get a really good grip on my depression and not let it affect my relationships, my own sense of self-worth, etc., etc. He's not at that place yet. He's still in his 20s. He's still, it still has a massive impact, impact on every aspect of his life. And that's a lot. That's a lot in a relationship. It's tiring. it's tiring. So actually, 
Nah. I'm sorry. I'm not saying he's undateable. I'm just saying I think Ariana Grande can probably, probably she can probably line up a lot of eligible cock and be like, which one looks the best, is the most switched on, has the most going. She's going to end up doing what Cyrus, Miley Cyrus, or a lot of these pop stars do around late 20s, which is she's going to end up marrying some guy in his 40s. I'd like 40s. to circle back with the same conversation in you know, 10 years. I think in five years' time, she'll be married to someone who's 40. She'll uh, be married to a four-year-old. That's, that's fine. Let's, and then I'd she'll like be prego. Like she'll be prego with a four-year-old. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. Because I think she, she'll go, I need a man. Like, I'm, I'm young, but I'm at a level of life experience and maturity because I've been thrust into this from such a young age. I mean, when kids like that, because she is a kid. I mean, she's not. She's a grown woman, but she looks like a kid still. But she's clearly done a huge amount within her industry and in her career that would give you a certain level of life experience, wisdom beyond your years. So I think she's going to end up meeting a producer. It will be a, a TV, a film producer in his 40s. And she'll, no, but that's what she'll do. I know, boring, right? But that's what will happen. You disagree? Where do you see Ariana Grande in five years? Wanted to just kind of put that piece of ginger in Dobby and cleanse the palate. How are you? I'm all right. Where is that? Where you see Erin and Grande in five years? Flatulent, really flatulent. I have nothing to say about Erin and Grande. Am I? Wait, hang on. Is she one of your friends? Am I missing? A, oh God, no. I, 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 <laughs> I'm I like, have, I'm like, no. why don't you want to talk about Erin and Grande? I have nothing like, to say about her. Like, I have no opinion on her. I don't listen to her music. Okay. I just don't have. I just don't. I don't. Uh, I don't care <laughs> about Erin and Grande. Okay, who do you care That's about? That's fair to say. Who do you, who do you right? care about? I mean, she don't, like, like, do you follow anyone's career? Is there anyone that you're you're into that you actually I'm have? Just, I'm worrying about my own. Uh, yeah, but that you can't be too focused on your own. If you don't care about other auteurs, then you. <laughs> no, you have to no, make it's true. sure. I mean, what, I just don't take like, an interest in other people's journeys. I play it's Tetris quite exciting. on my phone. I I, I I I try not like I I don't know how I'm supposed to follow a people's like. Well, I'm not saying be a super fan. Yeah. I'm just saying they're not someone like, for instance, I find uh, I've really enjoyed watching the rise of Brian Callen and Theo Vaughn as comedians. Oh, that's I really cool, enjoy yeah. seeing that and I'm seeing more and more of their content. Uh-huh. My buddy Andrew Schultz is doing amazing things, uh-huh. I think. And I really enjoy seeing that. So I'm following with interest I see, I see. the success of people that I admire, that I think are good. You don't do that? I, I Not that I don't do it. I just, I can't, nothing comes to mind right now. I've been a little... Uh, Uninspired lately. Okay. Yeah. That's bad to hear. Why? Why do you think that's... Um. Well, like when you said the whole... Like when you said the crow's getting remade. Like this, the, lots of that stuff like kind of gets in my brain and I'm just like, I can't t- pay attention to any of this stuff. You know, it's just crazy. Yeah. Remake after remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I So I just kind of move away from it and I go buy some clay and uh, make some... Mold of vagina. Mold of vagina. Or in a mold, uh, like a weird, this weird like lady thing I'm doing right now. I don't know, or a bull, whatever. I don't know. I should probably pay more attention. There's a lot of people I look up to as 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 performers, as artists. Yeah. Um, but I'm not. I, but they might. But I ha- I don't know if there's a lot of people that I I've watched grow, like you said. Like I'm watching them grow, and I'm excited for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's not. I, I can't. Do you think you're the person that your childhood's friends at school thought you'd become? 
if people if we if we if we had a lineup of your old classmates here and went hey do you think steph would be doing what she's doing right now uh when she based on what she was like as a teenager i can confidently say that i think most of my friends from high school would be like yeah that's steph she's the same person yeah did you get sent out of class a lot for being the class clown (laughs) no i got sent out of every class oh you did I had a very, I wasn't, I didn't have really good attention. I always relied on my extracurricular activities because I didn't do great on, on uh, scantrons. What's that? What's scantron? Uh, the, when you fill in the, the answers with a, you know, a number two pencil. A oh, like multiple choice yeah. questions. That's not my thing. I, don't, I did not like it. I'd would, would be like, oh, but A's right, but also D's right. And E could be right because it's all the above. I. It's just one. Only one of them was right. Yeah, I had a really rough time. It was actually C. <laughs> it was C. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. It yeah. sucks. You know, I, but it's good that you like, you know, jumped around a little bit. You at least gave thought to the potentials of the other answers, but it was C all along. Yeah. And it was stressful. That's how they do tests in America, multiple mm. choice. I liked when I would write, you know how we do it in write England? out my answer. They you know, teach you a subject uh-huh. and then you learn it. Yeah. And yeah. then you know how to do something. Got it. I got it. Without being given multiple answers. Yeah. England. English education system. I'm not saying it's better than Americans. I'm just saying we know where the capital cities of countries are. I know all the presidents in a row. Nice. Go. Go. Uh, John Adams. Go. I'm sorry. Have you fucked it up already? George Washington. John George Washington was the first one. Yeah, George no, Washington let's just John, leave it there. No, really? if you got the first one wrong, I think. Oh, you, if you got, I was just thinking about John Adams. If you Adams, got though. number one wrong, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. George Again, Washington, John Adams, like Thomas this, Jefferson, James Madison, too late. James Monroe, too late. John Quincy Adams. I don't. I don't even know if Andrew it's true. Andrew Jackson. I don't know if Martin it's true. Buren, I've really lost Henry confidence. Harrison, John Tyler. I just got no, to ten. Do you I've, want me to keep going? I've lost confidence. Because you got the first one wrong. But see, wrong. that's my life, though. I just get the first answer wrong, and everyone just says, no. And I'm like, wait, I have more under there. Yeah. I've got another 40 or so presidents to get through, and they're going to be on number. fire. Go. Ask me a number of a president. Oh, what? Where, where they were? Yeah, just say number 23, number whatever. 17. Oh, Andrew Johnson. That's not true. Yeah, it is. That's a lie. Go check it. Andrew Johnson, yeah? You think he's the 17th president of the United States? Yes. Andrew Johnson, 17th. If this is wrong, what, what happens though? We, we, I never ask you a question ever again. Andrew Johnson was the 17th president of the United States of America. Okay. Do you remember when he served? No. No, I don't. 1865 to 1869. All right. That's pretty good. That He's quite a, that's quite a big one. Yeah, yeah. What's the number... Um, 23rd uh that would be uh benjamin harrison i'm checking it oh it was Mm. all right okay all right you're good at that thanks all right so never say you can do them all in order just say you throw me a number and i'll tell you the president yes sorry that that was you're right no i'm not sorry yes you are no i'm not (laughs) (laughs) you're a little manic we did this last time we talked about this last time we actually did this podcast once before folks and we recorded mm. a whole thing mm. and then just didn't like how it turned out yeah kind of hated it yeah <laughs> it was it was really uncomfortable also, also <laughs> it was really uncomfortable but also, i didn't like it didn't it. record well right no, we, they were, record that? we can blame it on that uh, no? i mean yeah uh i could have fixed the audio happy it was more just like i wanted to bring you in and have fun 
And I felt like last time, we spent a lot of time discussing the industry and That's about true. people. And you don't like talking about the industry, even today. Like You don't like talking about um, other people and what they're up to, which is kind of good. I think it's a positive way to worry about what you're doing in life then worry about what everyone else is up to. It's a very hard thing to remember to do, especially in a creative industry, because it's easy to put yourself up against other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But also the fact that, you know, you don't have the knowledge, the depth of knowledge, the dearth of knowledge I thought you might have about Ariana Grande. I'm very upset by that. What does dearth mean? A dearth of knowledge, like a a, a large amount, a dearth of knowledge. Is it A? Is it Oh, it's a dearth. It's yeah, by itself. Yeah. Dearth. Oh, that guy. Oh, he has a dearth of knowledge on that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. A dearth of experience. He had D I R T H. Dearth. Mm-hmm. A, a wealth of knowledge. Today's every day's a school day, and we're always learning. Yes. Right. I love l- words. Words. The art of words are getting lost a little bit. I think. Oh my gosh! I I love words. I know that language changes. I know that that's such a bullshit answer. It is. I have a book called Word Nerd. I like looking up what words words came from. I actually meant what I said. I meant what I said. It's it's like, I understand that language changes. So, you know, with every generation, there'll be new slang, new terminology. But I do think that eloquence is, is a lost art. Yeah. Which is why people are so impressed by orators and performers, mm-hmm. actors, comedians, like what we do. Mm-hmm. Do you think... We're better than normal people. No. Really? <laughs> I think that they're... <laughs> I think we're a little bit better than some people. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think that there's... It's, I think there's people come from all walks of life. I mean, who, who's to say that, you know... I don't mean uh, morally and ethically better. I just think... We're more thoughtful. There's just something about having a command of language that will infinitely and always throughout time impress people, no? Yeah, you're right. So anyone who ever naysayed because you couldn't get the right answer in a multiple test, multiple choice test, actually should look at the skills you do have, which actually would make you a little bit more, a little bit bit better than them. Yeah. Steffi's a bit better. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any, was there anyone from school that was mean to you? So was there one person who sticks out, a bully, school bully? <clears throat> the, um, yeah, there is. There's someone, but you don't want to say who they are. What's their name? Tell me their name. No, no. Yeah. Tell me their first name. Mm. Just tell me their first name. I know, because they'll know. Well, then they should know. They should know they were bullied. <laughs> Why, what's wrong with um, that? I think as an adult, more, it's okay to no, go, I hey. I think it was more, it was, it was more a, 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 I can't, I cannot. I will not. It's not worth it. They, they are not. They don't deserve. They don't deserve me to give them that attention. But I will say that the girls, you think they're still that person. Then, if you if you think that they're they're probably still that person, if you don't want to say it now, because if you yeah. th- felt they could have matured beyond that, you'd be like, all right, it was fucking uh, yeah. A girl called Sarah Brown was really mean to me. Exactly. I, and but I, now you know, actually, we had a conversation. And she's yeah, and we also never talked about it. I just was like, whatever, man. Okay. Someone bullied you. Yeah. I was bullied by a group of Jewish boys at my school. Really? They called me gay. That's nice. For years. <laughs> they used to call me gay because I had long hair and because I uh, dated girls. Isn't that ironic? It is ironic. I was the only one with a girlfriend <laughs> at school and they, because I had a girlfriend and I did yeah. school plays because that's where I met my girlfriend. Yeah. If you did the school plays, then you got to do school plays with the girls' school. Yeah. And then you like got some sweet fucking fingering in, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> bring back fingering. Do you miss fingering? Uh, no, I mean, I'm good on that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Good fi- fingering. Your boyfriend knows about the fingering. Yeah, he does. Fingering is a very important part <laughs> of the sexual experience and a, a lost art form, I think. It is important and you should learn. Like, learn up. to stimulate a woman's clitoris oh, with yeah. your fingers gently. Get it done. And you know why? Because I blame pornography, internet pornography for that. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's not, it's barely ever featured. Um, yeah, pornography is, is, a, is probably not the greatest thing. Blowjob. Yeah. 10 seconds of oral for a woman. Yeah. It's the most unrealistic thing ever. Missionary. Um, cowgirl. Yeah. Reverse cowgirl. Yeah. Doggy style. Come on a girl's face. If you really want to learn about porn. sex, then you just have to actually do it with yeah. another person. And it's going to be really messy and kind of awkward. <laughs> and it will be funny at first. It will be terrifying at first. And then funny. And then eventually you get good at it. Yeah. If you put in a lot of practice and time and energy like I have. You might even be all right at it. That's very, that's nice. Yeah. Well, but that's why I did it. Yeah, so I was bullied by these group of boys. And I told them about it years out. I was like, you were a fucking bunch of arseholes to me. And they were like, all. yeah, we were a bit. And they were like, you you know, it was because we were like a little jealous of the fact you had a go and, and you were flamboyant oh, and outspoken. to come back around and say. Yeah, and I'm all right with them now. Yeah, that's good. I'm all right that's with good. them now. We don't lunch together. I just, you know, I guess, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm, I, I don't, I, it wasn't Andrew like- Rappaport, Mitchell Lassman. They were two of the, they were two of the real instigators. But then they ended up being two of my it's friends later on, yeah. But, you know, I'm not saying, you know, they, they changed, they grew. I'm just saying your bully might have changed and grown. Yeah, and also, you know, it could have been my, it could have, it's, it's all, you know, uh, insecurity at that age exactly so kids are mean they're mean because they're scared of anything that's different to them yeah exactly and i wasn't you know like every i feel like high school is very clicky you know and i was like i i had different groups of friends all right so what what subcultures were you part of at school oh i was in an acapella group i was in chorus i played soccer i played varsity tennis so you were part of the jocks the sports jocks yeah and also the what the theater nerds theater nerds yeah Talented, talented voices, but the, those people aren't considered the popular people. Then you have the popular yeah, people yeah. that really were, you know, like it was all just kind of a just know, good looking or really good at sports. That was the popular. It, it was kid. like you know the class. So so I yeah yeah so I just was like well I'm just gonna like whoever I like. I mean that's very mature to to have that realization as a kid. Yeah, it's also super exhausting. <sighs> yeah, because some people, you know, sometimes when you like people, when you go, all right, well, these these people are nice, but they're really weird. We had a kid who was really weird in our class. Yeah. And then he grew up and he's not weird anymore. There you go. But we were kind of mean to him. That's, I definitely sucks. I definitely bu- like, did some bullying at school. You did? Yeah. Is it because you were bullied? Um, I didn't. It was different. It wasn't like relentlessly mean all the time. Mm. But there was a guy called Martin Massa. I'll say his name. I don't give a fuck. And um, he was in our acting class. And I was... We were as a group. He was... He was. He said a lot of weird, dumb shit. And we were just like, fuck's sake. He would do it. We tried to be nice at certain points. And then he'd say dumb shit when we were trying to be nice. And we are like, oh, well, fucking... We can't, you can't get a break here, bro, because you, you know, you're being weird shit when we're trying to be nice. Uh-huh. Um, but then as we got older in our sixth form, which would be like the last two years before you leave high school, uh-huh. 17, 18, uh-huh. we were all a lot nice to him. We kind of accepted his weirdness. We became okay with it. We were like, oh, it's okay to be 
a bit out there and a bit weird. Uh Um, And it was more like ribbing. If if you had like a younger brother who was like missing a couple of fucking brain cells Uh, and you'd be a bit mean, but you love them. Theatrical uh, classes too. Yeah. I mean, that's where you go. (laughs) Exactly. So So we were, but but yeah, I absolutely, and I apologized to him, I think later on, I did send him a message and be like, hey, we were a bit like, bit off. And he was like, no, it was all right. I understood why and blah, blah, blah. He said it didn't have a major effect on him. That's really nice that you did that. Yeah, because it's not nice to bully. I had a friend uh, commit suicide last week, and he um, comedy podcast. But his his name is his name was Brody Stevens, and he's a wonderful comedian who performed as a regular down at the comedy store. And he, I feel like one of the major he he was on a lot of medications and and been off them for a while and just got back on them, and I think they had a big impact on him. But he also came on this podcast three weeks ago, and he talked. We talked at length for a couple of hours after the podcast about bullying because he was getting bullied relentlessly online. But this was a 40, I think he was 48 years old, 48-year-old man who had been in Hangover 1, Hangover 2, did warm-up for major TV series, had been in loads of other films and TV shows. Like a successful cult status comedian's comedian on the circuit that people loved. Mm-hmm. And he was manic. When he was really up, he was really up. When he was really down, he was really down. But um, it's amazing that despite all of that success and ability and talent, you can still get upset by a bunch of fucking 12-year-old kids or lonely 30 to 50-year-old men and women on the internet hating on you because you have something they wish they had. And that can affect you that much. Yeah. Isn't that, it's funny, isn't it? It's kind of it is kind of hilarious in a way. There's humor in it, I think. Sorry to hear that. That's all right. You didn't do it. <laughs> what a revelation that would be. Steffi out there murdering. She's killing on the circuit. She kills on and off the stage. That'd be a great movie idea. The comedian. And it's just like they kill on and off stage. And it's like a writing book with notes in it, and then it's just a knife with blood, and that's on the on the book, and that's the image for the poster. It's sad, but it's also like you know, it's a reality. I feel like bullying. We need to. I don't know. Have you been bullied? Have you been like really bullied relentlessly online before? Have you had people troll? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred million percent. I was just going to say, I thought that was really cool that, you know, you about like being bullied back in high school and then reaching out to someone that you remember, because I think those things make a difference. Um, but yeah, online, uh, you have to like pick and choose whether you read that stuff or not. And when I have read some things, I mean. Did it make you upset? Uh, I have been upset before. I don't get upset anymore. What changed, do you think? How, did, how What's the thing that? I like what I make. I like what I'm doing. So I don't care. Uh, when I have, re- uh, you know, when I have ever uh, read something I didn't like, it was probably, you know, and it was when it, the, at the beginning of like social media stuff, you know, um, and I wasn't sure what, you know, I was just kind of like throwing things out there and I'd get like a terrible, terrible couple comments about and one, you know, some that were just like, obviously someone just like wanted to make you feel so bad. They might have been saying the same stuff to a lot of people. <laughs> Yeah, that, that it was just so dark, you know, yeah. things about like, you know, death and like just terrible things, you know, and you're like, shit, that, that sucks. That was, uh, 
feel bad about myself. Uh, which is <laughs> it's like I think that that's human, but like you just have to not. No, I don't see. Stuff. I don't think that's human. I think it's human to feel your response. Right. I don't think it's human to treat people like that way. I think no. people um, who've been hurt in some way themselves lose an element of humanity which allows them to be able to be that nasty don't get me wrong if someone's a fucking arsehole to me online i will like slam a heckler whether it's online or in a room uh-huh. and i will say some dark shit to yeah. put you in your place <laughs> yeah and the fear of that is what if i say something that really upsets a heckler or an online person you know viewer who's mm. been a cunt to me mm-hmm. if i fucking come at them because i have the ability to do that verbally yeah. yeah um what if they then are really affected by that and they go away and hurt themselves because of what i said which is a worry but i also feel like if someone's going about their day spouting that kind of hatred that negativity sometimes being slammed down and put in your place can allow them to see what they're doing so I don't, I'd rather than be just, I won't go like, someone goes, oh, you're a hey, you fucking faggy British red coat scumbag, I fucking libtard or whatever. I don't, well, I don't come back and go, hey, you fucking retarded, well, no, right wing, neo, no, I don't say that. What no, I do I is I go, why, there's a reason why you're doing this. And it's probably because of a lack of love and understanding. And yeah. I'm so sorry that you're going to be, go through life well, unfo- like that. Well, here's the unfortunate what, what part. I think with you responding to and I know we have to probably wrap it up soon. The, you responding to it does two things. It either makes them happy because they piss got you a response. Off, they got a response. Bother, which which you don't really want to. Well, do you have that. to show that you're not bothered by it. You have to deliver it in such so, a way. Or you don't say a thing. Yeah. So there's these two things where you don't say a thing, or you say something and you possibly, like you said, hurt their feelings or they do something wrong with them, or they are happy about it. So it's like silence is golden. Mm. And so you think the you best response is no them. response always? 100%. But I do feel like... Sometimes it's fun. It is fun, but it's more effective in a good way, like you said, if you were to like... Like people need like... Uh, yeah, it's this is the same thing that uh, Louis C.K. has talked about in the past. Like people are just... They bully each other, right? The people bully each other and they don't know the effects of what that is going to be because sure. they don't care. They just... They're, you know, sure, so, sure, so sure. That's the, it's just... It's terrible. Sure. So, uh, yeah. All right. We we fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird one, isn't it? I just don't... I just... I, I, it does make me... Um, I would think one way to do it is when you get to a certain level of success, I just think remove yourself from all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I look forward to the day where I never have to look at social media ever again. Oh, 100%. Isn't that going to be dope? <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. have some kid called fucking, <laughs> I don't know, Isabel or Marcel. And they're going to do my, they're going to be my social media person mm-hmm. and they'll make videos and content. I'll, I'll be talking to fans directly in that content, mm-hmm. but I'm never going to post it or look at the, It's just going to be posted on my accounts right. for me. And then all I'm going to do is make Ooh, movies. That's K-pop and, right there. That's very, that's, that's not even K-pop. That's, that's A-pop. That's a pop. That's a list pop right there. Look at me. I look whereas I look like I look a bit like oh hey pop. I look a little bit like oh hey pop. I look a little bit like um granddad pop. Anyway. Um yeah, how do we how do we counteract bullies? By showing by ignoring them. See, I think sometimes you got to I think kill them with brutal kindness. 
or savagery, snowflake savagery. Snowflake Go, snowflake. hey, snowflake I understand snowflake. you're upset. Yeah. Someone somewhere hurt you or didn't hug you or maybe you were bullied at school. And that's sad that you've now completed that cycle. Whatever made you feel that way, you've now turned that into your thing and you're putting that into the world because you could probably be a really nice person and have a great relationship oh, so and a happy life. you have to have life. a lot of peace in your, in your, in your yeah. soul to say something. See, see yet, I'd, I'd want to start it that way. At, like, it sounds really passive-aggressive and you're reading it and you're being really sincere. Yeah. And then I'd be like, but you can suck my fucking dick. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, So that's why I just can't say anything. Because <laughs> I just... That I can't. You would have the desire to go to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, I feel like slam it, make it personal. Like, by making it emotionally real uh-huh. and personal, uh-huh. th- that will have more of an effect than just being like, suck my dick, <laughs> dick. You just go, you know, go outside and play some darts and get it out. Yeah, I'd rather go like, you're like this because someone hurt you. Hurt you. And I know they Ooh. did. And you know they did. Ooh. And Remember you're going to have to go through the rest happened? of your life yeah. feeling like that. How pathetic an existence <laughs> that must be. I'm so sorry for that. Yeah. But you know it's not too late to change. You can make a change now. Yes. But if you don't, you're going to die alone. <laughs> and you're going to question yeah. what your existence has been because you'll be so full of that acidic, acerbic, gross evil fucking vehement hatred of other people because you're too terrified to open up because the one time you did you were hurt by uncle or fucking mum or dad or best friend or sister or brother but you know what you can change you can change or don't change but know that that's going to be a pathetic yeah and very sad existence yeah yeah i feel like that makes someone go <laughs> they have to then go like that's fucking that's real and that's a better comeback that, but then, is a good, that was i can you just text me that i just yeah maybe um, i'll maybe i'll get around to offering someone that um gifting someone that um but until give them until, that knowledge yeah, about themselves then i'm gonna just lay off on that you're gonna let them just be assholes okay well, as long as you love what you're doing, that's all yeah. that matters. And there's a lot of people who love what you're doing as well. Thank you. Don't that's need to thank time. me. Thank you. Thank you're you. the only one in control of that. Um, your skits and your content's getting better and better and longer and longer format. I like oh, that. Like, yeah, thanks. I, yeah, I mean. Uh, I like the Bachelor thing, the Bachelor parody. Oh, that was fun. That's a lot of talented people that were involved in that. I, um, yeah, Instagram only, you know, you can only do really a minute and then you swipe in so uh, yeah i think that we're gonna take it to another and um take it to youtube um more now i think that'll be the platform but a lot of content creators are switching over you know it's just yeah because um but uh, all the whores have left instagram now they're on twitch oh really yeah fantastic and all the people from twitch who actually used to make some money going over to youtube making more youtube content so Uh they have both Uh and all the youtubers are kind of going where do we go and all the Viners are on Instagram. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Maybe I'll go to Vimeo. Vimeo. That'd be good, yeah. See you could guys. blow up Vimeo. I'll go on Vimeo. Yeah. Yeah. Or Resurgence for MySpace. Oh, is it back? It could be. I'm going to get in touch. Oh, my God, guys, you heard. Tom, right? Have you heard Tom that Fu Manchu's on MySpace on now? MySpace, yeah. I feel like that's something he would oh do as well. Oh, my gosh, that's a fantastic idea. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. I mean, it might be a hard one to... I'll check it out. To generate views on. Yeah. I'm not sure how many people were hitting up MySpace for their latest. But it might be kitschy. Could be it. Or 
like get a get a build your own website for have his Fumanchu got his own website yet? Yeah. Build like a really really shitty Wix site. Yeah. For him. Yeah. Consultations, uh, videos, inspirational videos, and then you get him as yeah. a character on Cameo. Yeah. And then people can pay like twenty bucks to have an inspirational yeah. message from so Fumanchu. Wix, Wix over Patreon. Um. Well, I mean, pay, uh, so have you got a Patreon for no, Fumanchu? No. I'd have a Cameo for him. I do. I mean, it's me, but yeah, I do. I do get requests for Fu Manchu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much do you charge a cameo appearance? Um, fifty dollars. Fifty. Wow, that's some fucking money, right there. No, that's good. Sophie D charges fifty as well. I don't know who that is. She's a porn actress with four point three million followers on Instagram. Well, I am. And she as valuable as as her. That's crazy. Yeah, you're 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 up there. I charge fifteen dollars. You know how many I've got? How many requests? Zilch? Yeah, none. I've been on there a couple of weeks. None. No one wants. No one wants a message from me. That's not true. They might not know about it. <laughs> Maybe it's not the message they're looking for. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like yeah, no one. No one wants to hear a British guy be like, "Hey, you can do it." No one wants to hear that. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, um, make sure you check out our wonderful sponsors, Manscaped.com, bringing you the best and the finest equipment in shaving your ball technology. They've got this stuff called the Lawnmower 2.0, Steph. It's an amazing piece of kit. It's waterproof. It lasts for at least an hour, if not more, on a full charge. It can shave your balls in the shower whilst you're there, and it's got this no-nick technology, this skin-safe technology, because it's only one side of the blades is metal. And what's it called again? It's called the Lawnmower 2.0. The law? It's from the Lawnmower. The Lawnmower 2.0. Lawnmower. Lawnmower. And they've also got aftershave. They've got ball deodorant. They have wipes for your balls and your anus. After you shave. They have everything. Literally, your balls will glisten and glow. And then what you're going to do is you're going to grab your testicles in the sack in your hands. So you've you've seen one before. Yeah. Yeah. You grab that. So where they're dangling, you kind of grab the skin above. So then the balls are all bunched up in the bottom. And then you face it towards yourself, gentlemen. And they're going to be so smooth and shiny. You're going to say like, Am I going to have a loving, happy relationship? Like a magic eight ball, you shape, shake them and it's so smooth. I guarantee you're going to see happiness in that ball. Yeah, they're going to thank you. I'm going to thank you. And if you want to get 20% off, head to manscaped.com. Use code SAVAGE and you get 20% off all of those items, including free shipping and a free travel bag. If you're not grooming yourself, then... Groom don't someone ex- else. Groom a friend. Then don't expect... Lots of love down there. Would you ever groom... There you go. Would you ever groom uh, your partner? That could be a nice thing to do. I think that's I quite would. a sensual thing. I that's would, kinda... yeah. I mean, I, I would do any of that stuff for him. You'd be like, there you go. Boom, let's get rid of that. Whoa, look how yeah. gorgeous and smooth they look now. Yeah, can you take this hair off out of my back, this this mole? Yeah, exactly. Get it? Boom, yeah. Pair of scissors. Don't do that. That might give no. you cancer. Don't yeah. Please don't chop moles off with scissors. No, don't do that. Go to a doctor. And also, boundlesstech.com, B-N-D-L-S tech.com. They make incredible vape technology. Uh, check out especially the Terra and the CF-710. Those are my two favorites. If you want to smoke the finest flour, oil, resin, then you go over there and get yourself this piece of kit that's going to make it such a more beautiful experience, I think. You can taste different flavors, honestly, if you heat to different places. Uh, you might like a smoother drag. You might like a more potent drag. And you can do all of that using the Terra and the CF-710. Boundless Tech, B-N-D-L-S Tech.com. Use code SAVAGE for 10% off all of their items. All right, that's, um, that's the end of our podcast. Um, this yeah, one was a lot more fun. It was a lot Still more fun. Still a bit weird, though. 
It would always be weird between you and I having a conversation. Why? Why is it weird between us? Why do we it's have? It's not a- weird between us. I think that you have you um you are an interesting, fun person, and you invite weirdness, and that is me, and so it's going to create. A weird tree. Some weirdness. Yeah, and that's just how it is. Out of the seed. So I plant the seeds of weird uh-huh. and then the roots take hold. And, and then yeah, you let it go. I got to, I'm got, going. I got to expect the growth, the weird to grow. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'll, yeah, I help you. I help that happen, so. I like a bit of weirdness. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then you smiled at me just then yeah. like you were going to murder me. I did? I think you that's, like, that's your insecurity. And that's what I did. I did not. That's just, I'm sorry if that was, I didn't, I know, I thought that was a loving, like, nice, like, face yeah it's yeah. when it couple it's the mouth with the with the eyes it's intense like you're intense yeah like your mouth saying hi friend and then your eyes are saying <laughs> i want to cut you yikes i don't though no interest <laughs> um all right that's the first time i think cutting someone has ever been considered don't do that a um a uh a, yeah whatever all right let's go it was real See you guys next time. Bye-bye.